Well, good morning, everyone. Welcome to another edition of This Week in the Bush League, hosted by the Chief and the Champ. I'm the Chief, and uh, the best thing I can say is I'm, I'm going to paraphrase a infamous quote. Hello from the gutters of the Bush League. <laughs> hey, and I'm also going to, I'm the Champ, and I'm also going to use a quote, this one from the office, and that's, there's something about an underdog that really inspires the unexceptional. <laughs> That's a good, yeah, that's a good quote. <laughs> yeah, so I'm inspired by your performance over the last couple of days because I'm part of the unexceptional. Right. Okay. <laughs> you can be the underdog in this scenario. Oh, brother. It's crazy, isn't it? I know. Again, we're on a four-team race. Yeah, so Sewerhawks making a run, right? Yeah. Um, and, and let me just state before I forget that I will be trading pitching, top line, front, uh, front and center pitching um, at the trading window. And um, I just want to let those four know so that nobody has an unfair advantage. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah I'm getting it out there already. All right. And maybe the Bearcats will be involved in that because he's got 34 <laughs> offensive points and, we, you know, it's not bad. Uh, no, yep. no, he just needs, he, he just needs some, he needs pitching. So yeah, I, maybe yeah. a deal there. Maybe yeah. that works. Yeah. Of course you, you're, you're going to have to, uh, I'm just looking at the standings as of now, let's see what it is in a month. But, uh, the, the Rebs have 32 pitching points as well. So that they may offer up some stuff. So you, you might have some competition. All right. I'm, I mean, I'm talking Scherzer slash Verlander I know. I know. slash Bobby Miller slash Yuri Perez quality. Okay. All right. Yeah. So tell me about your quote. You know what that – I guess you don't know where that's from. I don't. It's one of the letters that the son of Sam wrote to the police. Oh, jeez. Yeah, we've we've gone dark is. already. Yes. Yeah. He, Of course, he didn't reference the Bush League. It wasn't right. <laughs> he, he referenced the gutters of New York City, but I'm going to throw in the Bush League, the gutters of the Bush League. Yeah. Uh, well, you know what? At least, hey, at least we were on our best behavior at the outstanding uh, summer party yeah. on Saturday. That was fun. I thought it went well. Yeah. It was, it was a little crazy at, in the beginning. The boys were a little wild, but you guys seemed that, to handle it. That's okay. It. Yeah. Yeah. I appreciate it. Well, as we talked about um, before the show, um, I, I can't believe that we were there uh, for five hours. It went so quick. <laughs> I didn't realize that till you told me that. Yeah. Five hours, yeah. I guess when you're having fun, time flies, right? Yeah, and, and for the people that didn't attend, we had a surprise guest. Oh, that's right. Mike Mike uh, Mary came. Mike Alexander. It was a nice Yeah, that was, he was awesome, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. I, I invited Stan, but he was unable to make it. So, okay. Um, we'll see on the 22nd. He knows about it, of July, so... So, so, yeah, so let me ask you, um, I, I saw you and Schmidt talking. Schmidt was in all of his uh, storytelling glory, and um, you invited him to play wiffle ball on July 22nd. I did, and he did not say no. So, okay. You know, the, it, it, the door's open there. So Excellent. Yeah. And I feel like we, I mean, you saw the spot where we can play. I feel like it's, it's flat, and we, we should be okay. If we got his approval on that? Yeah. Yeah, we're good. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So uh, we've been gone for quite a while, and some of that is my fault, and some of it is we just we're, – we're barely hanging on here. Would you <laughs> – is, is, that, is, that, is that close to what what you would say? I, I would absolutely agree with that. We're barely hanging on. Yeah. Um, well, let, let's, let's focus in on – kind of the reasons, well, not reasons why, but in between the three weeks since we've been off the air, you've taken a trip. Yes. Um, an epic an epic road trip, baseball yeah. road trip. Yeah, that, I, that, that's a good way to put it. Yeah, it was a, uh, a three-city, four-stadium tour of the Midwest. How's that? The upper Midwest. Uh, okay. Chicago, Minneapolis, and Milwaukee. And I say it in that order because that's the order we went. Okay. Um. Yeah, started off Chicago, did some tourist stuff in the city. We were there five days, four nights, nice. five days. Mm -hmm. um, I saw an old college buddy there. 
Uh, we went to a White Sox game, and we went during the day on that. We we weren't taking the L down at to in the Comiskey Park at night. Um, <laughs> and I have a story of that coming back. So uh, went to the White Sox game on a Saturday afternoon. We got there on Friday, Saturday afternoon. We went. Uh, we, we took the L, and we took public transportation the whole time. Took the L down to 35th and Sox got off and we're crossing the bridge, which is basically the highway to get to the stadium. And there's guys out there with coolers selling hats and t-shirts and stuff like that. Uh, Gatorade water. And then there's guys selling those uh, shots of whiskey that you would see on the air airplane or the hotel rooms. Okay. And canned beer for $10. So you can get a shot of whiskey and a canned beer for 10 bucks. Now I'm not sure. And? I'm not sure if the IRS is aware of this, that, that they're selling liquor. Uh, it was cash only, and I did not get a shot of Fireball and a can of Budweiser. No, I did not do that. Oof, oof, that's, that sounds like a bad combination. Yeah, at one ten in the afternoon. Was this like the reincarnation of Al Capone or something? Yeah, that's what it sounded That's what it looked like. Um yeah, I wasn't a fan of that stadium. Like I don't, I don't remember if is that the same Comiskey Park we went to in like ninety three or ninety four, ninety three. I guess. I, 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 I want to say that it is. I had been to old Comiskey and then new Comiskey, but I believe that when we were there, um, that new it's still, that's not called Comiskey anymore, no, is it? It's called Guaranteed Field or something like that. Yeah, I call it Comiskey. That's, okay. I'm yeah, not, me not too. Playing the games with the sponsors. Well, you know what? Yeah, New Comiskey Park. It says um, nineteen uh, April eighteenth, nineteen ninety one. So th- yeah, okay. that's definitely that's where we went. Uh, yeah, yeah, I wasn't real thrilled with it. It it was basic normal. There was no the aesthetics of what you were looking at in the outfield. There was nothing. Uh, yeah, it was it was boring. But it was a giveaway day, and we got uh, White Sox uh, zip up jackets. Yeah, I saw that. They were pretty nice. Yeah, they are nice. Yeah. So it's always a bonus when you have a giveaway day, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then we went to Wrigley Field on a Tuesday night. I've never attended a night game at Wrigley Field. Uh, How was that? It was good. A lot of energy. I feel bad for those people that live there because it's, it's a, just a lot of commotion. Um, yeah, but understand, I mean, that, that whole area. Um, correct me if I'm wrong and, and talk about because last time – we were there as a league was about 25 years ago. And from what I understand is that the whole area has become gentrified and people are moving in there just because of the baseball stadiums. Yeah, they are. Um, but still, you know, Tuesday night you try to get home. Well, I don't know if this is a thing anymore, but trying to get home from work and and there's a, you know, six o'clock game. It, you know, it would be a little annoying. It's a lot better. I can see why they they limit the amount of night games and night games during the week. As opposed to the weekends. Did did you and Christy participate in the cup snake um, no, out in the uh, bleachers? No, 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 no. I, 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 <laughs> I don't do the cup snake. And, okay. Um, uh, yeah, it was cool. Christy wasn't a fan of it, and she's real big. It's funny. I'm going to say this about my wife. She is a stickler on baseball etiquette. When the game is going on, sit your ass in the seat. Don't be getting up and down. And, yeah, and we've talked about this before on on the and the Wrigley Field was horrible. It, it people up and down constantly. Well, let, let's be honest; that probably half of the people go there just for the experience, right? That, it's it's like a tourist attraction more so than you know a hardcore fan. I'm sure that there are some, but yeah, they don't have any idea of of the etiquette. Yeah, and she used that exact phrase just for the experience mm. to go to Wrigley Field, but it's cool. It's a cool stadium. It's a cool environment in the neighborhood and stuff. So, I mean, you don't get that a lot of, anymore, you know, with these stadiums. So, uh, yeah, that was – I mean, you had to do it. We had fun. Uh, went to Minneapolis, saw a cousin of mine and her husband and, and five-year-old and went to dinner there, did some tour stuff, went to a Twins game. A lot of baseball etiquette at the Twins. What do you think about the stadium there? Loved it. Did the, uh, did the Twins win? No, that was the only home loss that we saw. Oh, uh, because here's what's awesome. When they win, 
they play Let's Go Crazy by Prince, who was from right. M- Minneapolis. I didn't realize that. Okay, yeah, it's the only, yeah. It's the only home loss that we saw on the, on the trip. Okay. What did you think of the stadium and the surrounding area? Yeah, it was nice. I, I didn't mind it. You know, it was all right. You talk about Minnesota, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I like where they have the stadium located, you know, right downtown near a lot of places, um, a lot of microbreweries um, right of, near the stadium. Yeah, it reminded me of Cleveland. Yes, yes. Yeah. And, and they uh, they actually have the, uh, the, the, the train right there. Yeah. That you can uh, hop on and hop off. Yeah, yep. Um, yeah, so it reminded me a little bit of like where Cleveland is. There's not a lot of okay. traffic. It's easy in and out. That's that's the Midwest. There's not a lot of traffic anywhere. You know what I mean? There's yeah. so much different here. And then uh, went to Milwaukee. That's at a kind of a boring section. Um, uh, it's a weird area. Yeah. Is that your first time there? Yeah. And then um, okay. Uh, it was a nice stadium. We enjoyed it. Uh, we had we had pretty good seats there. We were it was it was it was warm. Um, we were sitting on a third base side. Um, Fourteen rows, fifteen rows from the net. So, yeah, it was it was good. And Did you throw back a couple brats? I I had a brat there. I thought the best the the Chicago dog was really good, and then the okay. um, the the sausage at Minnesota was really good. It was giant. Like it, it was speaking, it was hard to eat. Speaking of uh. Chicago dog, you kind of had that Chicago dog vibe yeah. going on on Saturday, right? You had the uh, peppers, you had the uh, right, you had yeah. everything out there. And by the way, by the way, I found out that you you actually um, made the charcuterie board. Yeah, yep. If I'm cooking, good for and you. The kids are over. That's what we have. I don't I don't cook. I make I make uh, like a charcuterie board. Look at that. Yeah. Yep. So there you go. It, in eighth place and can make a charcuterie board. Top that, Bush League. Uh, real quick, I'm in seventh. Oh, seventh. Yes. I, 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 I apologize. Yeah, I got a five-point lead over the eighth place person. <laughs> that should hold up. <laughs> well, it's going to hold up to at least 110 today. So, <laughs> uh, Let's talk about some transactions because we haven't talked transactions in a while. Um you're going to have to help me with this one. The Bulls, uh, again, active. Joel Piampus? Piamps. Piamps? Piamps, yep. yeah. Yeah. Uh, I did not see him pitch in Milwaukee. Uh, he signed for a buck, dropped Nick Anderson, and that was his only pickup Good for the Bulls. Uh, Bearcats, Jose Quintana. He's still in the IL, but he picked him up for a buck. It's probably a, it's probably a you know, uh, picking him up for a dollar. Uh, he gets him for a dollar now instead of more expensive when he gets closer to the eye coming off the disabled list. Yeah, yeah. Um, I guess he's expected to come back probably uh, early June. July, yeah. late June, early yeah. July. Yeah. Uh, and I think that was the only Bearcats pickup. You pick up Patrick Bailey. Yeah, on a, I need a bat. I don't have okay. people playing as we'll talk about with yeah. injuries coming up, um, yeah. believe it or not. So, yeah, he – He's getting some at-bats. And your guy, uh, Mike Brousseau, yeah, he's not playing. That guy, Owen Miller, is a pretty good player. I picked him up. I don't even know why I picked him up. Oh, when Cruz got hurt. Yeah. With, well, the idea behind that, right, with uh, Brousseau is is that uh, Luis Urias is coming back, which he could go over to third base. And uh, they have Brian Anderson, so there's there's no room for Brousseau. Yeah. yeah. Um, is that your only pickup? Yeah. Yes. So we're all pick up Scott McGo, Scott McGal, uh, McGuff. McGuff. Okay. Yep. Um. And it looks like he's getting some leverage innings to pick up some solds. Statman pick up Chase Anderson back in the league. Yeah. Um. Just with the Sewer Hawks, I I thank him because I I dropped Scott McGuff, um, and he picked him up. But I uh, the week before I picked up Bobby Miller that he dropped. So I want to thank him for All that. Right. It was kind of like a trade, if you will. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Chase Anderson, gets, Chase Anderson gets picked up by the Statman for $4. Um, Ducks pick up Gary Sanchez from San Diego, who's who I saw in Chicago when he was with the Mets. 
So I guess yeah. he'll, get more, he'll get some playing time out there, I guess. Uh, he, he was actually hit the ball pretty well. I mean, he had some home runs for the Mets. I don't. I guess he's just so bad at defensively. I, I don't know. He well, you know, he's a he's a bad. He's not a bad defensive catcher. I don't think he he's, he just. I don't know his, his hitting skills. Didn't he hit over thirty home runs? Yeah. Just, what four or five years back, something like that. So I'm looking at him now. He's only played nine games, twenty four at bats. He's got two homers. He's hitting two fifty. Um, they have five RBIs. Like he he's not horrible. I just, yeah. I just don't know what the deal is with him. Um, in 22, he had 24 homers. He only hit 205, and his OPS was barely over six. What, uh, what's his strikeout rate? I think he, I, I think he's he's well into the 30% strikeout rate, which yeah. I know that it there there is a limit. I think in Major League Baseball. Well, yeah, unless you're going to hit 40 homers, yeah, there's yeah. there's definitely a limit. But I mean, it's not horrible, so. No, no. Yeah. Um, and then the Lakers pick up A.J. Smith Schwaver. I'm not sure. I think it's Shaver. Shaver? Yeah, this guy's only like 20 years old. Yeah. And, you know, another another um, young uh, call-up by the uh, by the Braves. Well, yeah, they're looking to, for some pitching. Someone to eat up some innings because Freed's not going to be back for a while. Yeah, you know what? You look at the Braves. Well, I mean, we can even talk about pitching in in general, but it's been tough, hasn't it? Yeah, for them. For everybody. Yeah. Okay. It's just been crazy. Yeah. Yeah, it's, and keep guys on the mound. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you know, some of it's maybe the rule changed a little bit. You know, those hard ground balls are getting through. As opposed to yeah, it it taxes the pitchers a little bit more, right? They get yeah. they got you know what 16, 18 seconds to yeah. to, to throw, and it, yeah, it's going to have an impact. But you know, I I think by and large the rule changes that Major League Baseball um, has for this year have been pretty favorable. Uh, yeah, I think so too. When I, I well, I saw those four games in in you know week and a half, and um, I I think the batters are getting used to it and. I've seen them take timeouts, you know, just, you know, after five pitches, you know, just step out, take a timeout, regroup, and then get yeah. back in there. So the batters are learning how to use that 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 one timeout, and it's, it's probably helping them a little bit. So, hey, real quick, I'll tell you this, too. When we saw the Mets, those guys, Beatty and Ventos, you know, those young guys for the Mets? Yes, yeah. They are giant. I mean, they they are big, man. They're big cats. I mean, they're both well over two hundred. <laughs> they're both well over six foot. I mean, they're some big dudes. I, I didn't realize how how big they were. So, just it's just something that stuck out to me. Have you ever seen them? I have not. I have not seen either one of them. But I I I have watched because of the horrid start by the Cardinals. I've watched less and less baseball. So far this year, yeah. Um, I, not, I, I didn't watch well, other than watching live. I didn't watch any games when I was on the on the road. But it just stuck out to me how how large they are. Yeah. Uh, we'll hit the standings review. Let me go with the the period. Sewer Hawks have eighty one. All right, so we're gonna do uh, period ten, huh? Yeah. If we do period eleven, we're all tied. If we do period eleven, yes, we are tied. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, unfortunately, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna go back to period nine. All right, let's go back to period nine. Doesn't that look good? Whoa! Yeah. Whoa! Look at that! Look that, at you! That look good? You and your bad self. Yeah. Yeah. Sixty nine and a half points. Yeah, which is pretty low for a lead. I led the whole league at sixty nine and a half points, so it's not very high. Um, and then we'll drop to period 10. Sewerhawks have 81. Rebs had a great week um, with 70. Bearcats, again, solid. I had a decent week. Um, Statman had a, had a rough week on the mound, which when he, if his hitting doesn't work out, he, he, he well, we've talked about it before. His pitching gets some wins, but they give up some runs too, don't they? Yeah, and you know, on Saturday there was there was whispers um, 
or there was some consternation about the rise of the sewer hawks. And um, I, I know people are concerned that he's going to be able to, uh, to, to make a run. And I uh, just want to let everybody know, once again, um, you boys better sharpen your pencils because the sewer hawks are already talking trade with me. So, oh, they are? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, right. and, and I talk about the, the uh, secretariat. He's staying on the horse, but we're talking also. So it's it's right. happening. Okay. Yeah, that's going to get some legs. No pun intended. Yeah. Staying on the horse. No pun intended, right? Yeah. All right, then we'll go to the overall. Uh, yeah, the Secretariat's still hanging in there. Uh, the Lakers are in a spot, too, uh, once the trade deadline comes to make a move. I think the Statmen are as well, and the Hawks are as well. Um do you think the Lakers are once again hoping for that uh, that that big um, All Star move? Because they have the most they have the most dollars. They have seventy five dollars left. No, I'm sorry, the Rebels have seventy seven. How much do they have? Seventy seven. Rebel uh, Reds have seventy seven. Lakers have seventy five, and the Statmen have seventy two. Oh, and Bearcats have seventy four. So four teams in the seventies. Okay. All right. Um... Yeah, and I'm looking at at uh, the Hawks pitching. Um, he'll have Woodruff back probably after the All-Star break, you know, after he does some rehab and stuff. Um, Lodolo is well after the All-Star break. Yeah, he, he could probably use some pitching. He's got, uh, Joe Musgrove has not pitched well, and Carrasco has not pitched well since his return, but he's got two wins. You know, his whole pitching, starting pitching, rides on Drew Smiley and Mitch Keller. Yeah, uh, Musgrove. His last two starts have, have, has been pretty good, but okay. yeah, when you're running out, uh, when you're running out two uh, two Reds rookies in, in Andrew Abbott and Ben Lively, kind of shows that uh, yeah. he's looking for pitching. Yeah, you, you are. Um, I, I I don't know if there's. Any, I'm looking at the Lakers now. I don't know if there's any truth to any of these internet rumors about Paul Goldschmidt being dealt um what yeah I, i've heard some I, i've read some stuff like i i look on the on the on my news app and I'll, it'll pop up um what site is this that's saying that uh just google just paul goldschmidt traded see see what comes up i've seen all right yeah there, there's I, I can tell you there, there's nothing there yeah no, um fine. they would they would move other players before they would move him i mean who they really want to move is Tyler O'Neill, but the guy's never going to play again. So, yeah. Thanks for that vote of confidence. Yeah. Um, looking at looking at the Lakers, um, he he's he's got some he's got some spots in pitching where he could he could upgrade as well. And he he's got a really good pitcher. This Dustin May just can't stand the field. Say again, who's that? Dustin May, the guy for the Dodgers. Yeah, I, oof, I, 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 I don't know if he's going to come. Is he coming yeah, back this year at all? I, I don't know. It, he's got him and and Justin Steele. Uh, you're looking like you know one in June, one in late July. But I mean, who knows? Yeah, when when, when they say forearm tightness, that is yeah. never a good sign, and that's what they're both experiencing. So well, for uh, a pitcher, yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, he he's got some, he's got some. Uh, he could probably use some, some pitching as well. And then we talked a little bit about his free agent pickup a couple of weeks ago. That guy from uh, Shepherd, Brenton Doyle, who's Brenton Doyle. Yeah. yeah, so I picked up on that one right away, right when yeah. I saw like who is this Brenton Doyle? I'm like, huh, he went to Shepherd University, the second yeah. second best player ever to play there. Right, that's right. <laughs> yeah, so he. he He's got some, some pit, he could probably use a pitcher, and, and we have already talked Statman, and the Bearcats could probably use some pitching to see if they can creep up in the top thir- three. I, I, don't, I don't know. It'll be tough, but, I mean, if you add some pitching, you get some luck, and who knows. Yeah. Right? Okay. Yeah. Let's open up this window. Yeah. Let's, and, start, let's start the trading window. When is that? Uh, All-Star game. All right. Yeah. Uh, then the other guy that has pitching, well, yeah, uh, is Case. Case has some pretty good pitching numbers. So, 
Maybe he can deal some. I don't know about uh, Bueller's out for the year, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, he might come back and make a start at the yeah. end of the year. I don't know. It might be tough. Yeah. He might use him as a chip to to add in for a, a trade. Um, sure. All right. Let's, let's talk about some injuries. Because you, you put this up probably about 10 days ago-ish, and uh, mine hasn't changed. So we'll, we'll, we'll go through mine. Uh, I got O'Neal Cruz, obviously, since day three. Tyler O'Neill, um, Tyrone Taylor, which I'm not sure if he's hurt or they just find him a way to bench him. Uh, <laughs> Max Freed and AJ Puck. So big hits that I have. Yeah, it was. I mean, you know, obviously not all injuries are the same, but yeah, that's, that's, there's some big names there. Although the, the Pirates are still staying afloat, even with uh, O'Neill Cruz out, which we'll talk about later. Yeah. Um, and then we'll go the the Bulls, Alec, Alec Baum, uh, Bryant. Is that Chris Bryant? Yeah, Bryant. again. Jeez. Jesse Winker, and uh, is that Wade Miley? Yeah, yeah and so, Jesse Winker's horrible now, isn't he? Yeah, he yeah he's not getting every day at bats either. Yeah. Uh, Joey Weimer's taking at bats from him. They'll move Brian Anderson in the outfield, take at bats from him. Um, yeah, he's he's just not getting the at bats. Boy, so his really – the Bulls are doing pretty well with Chris Bryant and out. He, and I'm not saying he's an MVP candidate anymore, but he's certainly a good player if he can stay healthy. So Yeah, that's a big if. Yeah. Uh, Bearcats – is that Victor Robles? Yes. Yeah, Lauer and then Kitane just picked up and uh, Jesus Alvarado. Yeah, I mean Lauer. I don't know about him. He he's he was a, one of those. He's like your guy, Hauser. Don't you have Adrian Hauser? I do. Yeah, like you're waiting for him to bust out, and those guys just are little inconsistent still. Uh, dudes have Will Myers that got off to a really good start, and the the iconic Johnny Cueto. <laughs> so he yeah, I think the Cueto line. might have thrown his last pitch for the Diamondbacks, right? Oh, is that where he's at now? I don't even know where he was at. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm sure that they – I mean, there's a picture that they probably wouldn't want to move at the All-Star break. Yeah. I, I don't know what kind of action you get. But anyway, you're right. And then Will, Will Myers, again, one of those injury-prone guys. But he did start off well. And this is where we're at now. Uh, Ducks only have Bueller out, who's been on the – I mean, he drafted him on the, on the DL. Uh, the Rebs, Cody Bellinger was out for a little bit. I didn't see him play in Chicago. Um, who's Lewis? Help me out. Um, you said Lewis? Yeah. Kyle Lewis, who hasn't seen for the oh, Diamondbacks. Yeah, 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 yeah. He hasn't played, has he? Uh, I don't think so. Yeah. I, I mean, he's been, I mean, this guy was rookie of the year in oh. 2020, uh, for the Mariners. I know. And, you know, the Diamondbacks. I mean, he's missed an opportunity, right, with yeah. McCarthy going down, um, and now it's back up again, um, uh, and Alex Thomas down in the minor leagues. And, you know, we'll talk about the Diamondbacks when we get to the Major League Standings review. Yeah. Uh, they got Bellinger coming back maybe in a week or so. Um, uh, Sewerhawks, uh, Estrada, the guy from the Giants, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, this Brendan Rodgers, who's off and on. I know, no, that's uh, that's uh, Tyler, not Tyler, uh, Trevor Rodgers for the uh, Diamondbacks. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. All right, my, my bad. Yeah. Okay. Trevor Rodgers, yeah. yeah. Uh, Woodruff is a big hit, and Lodolo has been a little bit of a disappointment, though maybe he was injured in the beginning, and that's why he didn't pitch it, well. Exactly, and with pitching, you just never know how how long the people are going to be out for, right? Yeah. I mean, supposedly Trevor Rogers is coming back this week. Um, Brandon Woodruff is out until July, so is Lodolo. Yeah, yeah, um, and then get your pencil sharpened to take these notes. Uh, space auditors: Newbar, Carlson, Peterson, Adames, Nelly Cruz, Stripling, and Lee. Dylan Lee, yeah, yeah, yeah. If it matters, just you know, it's just just piling on right now. Whatever. <laughs> Did you see? I I didn't see, and I don't know if I want to watch the video um, of uh, Willie Adamas. Uh, I guess he got hit by a foul ball yeah. in the dugout. Yeah, yeah. I didn't see the video either, and I won't watch it. 
No, me neither. But he should be back this week. Yeah, okay. You know, it, it was funny. Just if, if I can go uh, talk about the Cardinals just for a second. Remember, at the beginning of the year, they were talking about um, the Cardinals in the outfield and where they're going to try and find everybody playing time. Yeah. Yeah, now they Yeah, okay. So, so yesterday, they're starting outfield against the Pirates, who they lost a, a three-game. They got swept in a three-game set. Um, Jordan Walker in left field. Um, they had um, uh, Tommy Edmond in center field and Luke and Baker in right field. Oh, man. So that that's where they are these days. <laughs> so my guy Burleson didn't even get a shot. <laughs> yeah, he, was, he wasn't in yesterday. Oh, brother. Um, and then the stat man, uh, we talked about Urias, which he should be on his way back. Uh, yeah, he might be back now, okay. both of the Ariases, um, but right. Julio's out a little bit longer. All right. Uh, Chisholm, uh, Ab- yep. Abisail Garcia, C.J. Crone, Friedel, uh, Votto, uh, we talked about Julio, Yep. and then uh, Edwin Diaz. Which, yeah. Yeah, that's... Yeah, so he's got a, he's got a few people on there, so he's he's just trying to keep the, uh, the ship afloat at this point. Yeah. Um, and then the Lakers have Hoskins and Steele. Yeah, yeah, and that Steele, I think, is going to be a longer injury. That's a shame because he was pitching so well. Yeah, he was. Yeah, that is a shame. And he pitched well at the end of last year. Yeah, yeah. Well, after you dropped him, he started yeah, to pitch well. That's what happens. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then we'll drop into category leaders. This is as of. Probably this week. I'm looking at some of this. Probably stuff. Saturday. Yeah, as of I think it was as, as of Saturday's stats. Okay, so uh, National League leader in runs is Ronald Acuna for the stat. Yeah. He's having a hell of with a year. With 50. Yep. Uh, home run leader for the Roosters is Alonzo with 21. RBI leader for the Roosters is 47. Uh, Alonzo has 47. Hey, yep. And just a quick note. If anyone calls me for a trade or texts me or email and Alonso's in there, I'm not answering you. So just I'm going to throw that out there. All right. Because he is a no deal. I'm not trading him. Okay. So if Alonso's Don't waste your breath, in, huh? If Alonso's in there, I'm not even going to answer it. <laughs> okay. If, it, if it's in there twice, then you're getting blocked. So there you go. Uh, OPS Freeman Roosters nine seventy five. You think I would be so, doing well? Yeah. So let me stop you there. Both Alonzo and Freeman. Um, I would. I think I was like the last person bidding against you on them, and I lost both. And yeah, I'm paying the price. So well, good I got for you. Them both, and I'm paying the price. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, stole bases Acuna. Acuna was Statman. Uh, got twenty four. Wow. Yeah. So me and Bill have the five category leaders. Yeah, you do. You do. Okay. Uh, wins, there's four tied with seven. Uh, that is yeah. your guy, Zach Gallon. Right? Yeah. The Bulls, Clayton Kershaw. The Hawks, Mitch Keller. And the Bulls, um, Merrill Kelly. This is Merrill Kelly, yeah. Nice. So the, yeah, so the Diamondbacks have two there you go. seven-game winners on their team. That is a big deal. Uh, ERA with a one nine two, Elder for the Reds. Bryce Elder, yeah. Wow. wow. Yeah, I, I mean, that, that that's going to probably it, – it's a little bit of, uh, of, of magic there. But, yeah, I'm really regretting missing out on him um, in, in Fab. He's a Fab pickup, too. Okay. Uh, 65 innings pitched. Nice. Well, I'll tell you what helps. 65 innings, he only has 19 walks. I mean, I mean that definitely helps. Um, whip is Marcus Stroman for the Ducks. Yeah, just 0.99. He's yeah. pitched really well he this has. year for the Cubs. Yep. Yeah, I mean, him and, him and Steele, you know, were a nice one-two punch. Yeah, they were. Yeah. Um... For the strikeouts, you got Strider for the Lakers at 113. Yeah, Spencer Strider, 113 strikeouts. Good gosh. And then Solds, uh, Duvall for the Dudes. And you're going to have to help me with the Sewerhawk one. 
Strzelecki. Sure. Strzelecki. For yeah. So Duvall has 14 uh, saves. Strzelecki has 14 holds, and I think the Hawks picked him up in in Fab as well. I just thought that was kind of interesting to throw him in there, since you know the Solts category now includes holds, and probably if you ask somebody, they they probably wouldn't have guessed either one of those two as leaders in those categories. Uh, probably not. And then uh, and then someone who paid like a dollar thirty for AJ Minter. Yeah, oh man, he's been bad this year. I know. It's crazy. Really bad. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so interesting. Let me see here. So the Rebs have he's the one that has um I uh, Bryce Elder, I wanted to look at his stats. Yeah. He's also got Inglesius sitting at the did he just come off of injury or something? He's got him in the reserves. Um, let me go check. He just pulled his seventh save the other day. Hmm. He's pitching really well. That's weird, right? Yeah. Huh. Okay. Uh, yeah, you're right. Uh, it looks like that might be a miss, huh? Yeah. yeah maybe just knocking on that guy's door for Inglesius. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah, maybe maybe we need to uh, have a wake up call there for for Sam, huh? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, all right. So it it uh, one of the surprises is Merle Kelly with seven wins, right? I I, I think the Diamondbacks, yes, are, are are a big surprise, certainly. And we're we're gonna get into that here in a minute. Um, so. You had mentioned about, hey, just give me your thoughts on the uh, the good and bad starts. You said AL and NL. I, I don't follow the AL. I wouldn't know enough to. You just went to two AL parks. Yeah, I did, didn't I? Yeah. <laughs> yeah you should know more than anybody. Oh, hey, real quick. I, I, saw yeah. the, I saw the Twins play the Blue Jays. And <laughs> their first six guys are pretty formidable in Toronto. They got to deal with Yeah. Holy smokes, man. Yeah, the, 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 yeah. When you come around, you better have some good pitching to come around to them a couple times. They just, I, I just don't think they have any pitching. But anyway, um, well, I, I, I think if we want to just talk about that just real briefly, I, I think they finally got Jose Barrios. Oh, Barrios um, back. Yeah, yeah, he got him back. But now Alex Manoa has been horrible this year. Yeah. I, I yeah, I mean they're five games over five hundred, I think. If well, look at that American League East, right? Yeah, everybody's no. over. Everybody's over five hundred. Yeah, no, I mean, but when you when they're lineup and you got Guerrero, I think Merrifield bat at six. Bichette let off. You got Matt Chapman, um, George Springer, and then they fill in with Belt, Kiermaier, and my man uh, Alejandro Kirk played. When I saw, him. yeah, you like him, huh? Oh, love that guy. That guy is <laughs> inspirational, right, Alejandro? Uh, anyway, so let me get into my thoughts of the good and bad. Uh, I, I'm going to go back to our podcast right before the season. I mentioned the Diamondbacks as a sexy pick, and here we are. The NL West leading Arizona Diamondbacks. Yes. Yeah. Right, ten games over 500, tied with the Dodgers for the lead. Pretty damn good. And their pitching is really good. And they got some young hitters. They're trying to work out McCarthy and, and uh, Alec Thomas. But uh, Corbin Carroll's the real deal. Um, yeah. You know. I, I yeah, so, they, have, so, they have some good players. How are they doing this, right? Because certainly uh, Zach Allen and Merrill Kelly are, are, are front-line starters. But, I mean, the other three starters – Ryan Nelson, Zach Davies, and Tommy Henry. Yeah. What do you think about that? They're not household names, right? Yeah, <laughs> but they 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 keep them in games. I mean, Henry does. Uh, Nelson has a five four ERA. Zach Davies has only pitched four games. Um, looks like Chafin does a pretty good job for him in the bullpen. Uh, yeah, Miguel he's their left-handed closer. Yeah, yeah and McCastro's on the right side. Yeah, and he's been doing pretty well. So, 
I mean, and their their hitting isn't that bad. No, no, it's not. No, and and um, Gordiel doesn't. Well, he's got thirty five RBIs, hitting three ten. He's got a nine oh nine OPS. That that's a yeah. I, I I think they wanted to use him as a fourth outfielder or a fifth <laughs> outfielder, and you know he's he's secured a starting spot now. Yeah, there and the, the other guy that they got is Gabriel Gabriel Moreno. He's hitting 282. Now, his OPS is low, but hitting 282 means you're putting the ball in play and keeping the roster rolling over. Like, who cares if he hits a single, right? Yeah. Uh, and Walker's hitting 254. So, when you, when a guy like Christian Walker's hitting 50 points higher than he normally does, that's pretty damn good. Yeah, and, and you know, he has, you know, 12, 12 home runs this year and 36 RBI. So, it's 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 been a good year uh, by, by Christian Walker. So, I, you know, it, it, it's a nice story that the Diamondbacks are where they are um, here at the beginning of June. Um, it would be nice if they could take it into the All-Star break, at least. Yeah, I mean, they'll have moments. And, and we'll get to my next team, the Pirates, off to a good start. And, you know, I, I didn't use them as a sexy pick, uh, but I did mention them. And, you know, they were 12 games over 500 one time and then got to 500. So they they played 12 games under. Now they're playing well again. Um, they're uh, what four games over five hundred. I, I don't. They're a half game out. I don't really care about that. I'm more concerned about where are they in their win loss record, right? Well, in the NL Central, probably five to ten games over five hundred will will get you the uh, uh, NL Central title because none of these teams are are really that good. No, they're too inconsistent. Well, the Cubs are too inconsistent, and they lost Steele, and we'll, we'll deal with the other one here in a minute. But this week, as I mentioned before, they got three young pitchers that if they pitch well in the same week, they're going to win some games. And yeah, Monday, there you go. Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, they got Keller, Oviedo, and Contreras against the A's. So we'll see what happens. Right? And they just went All right. Um, yeah. And then my other – Good start is uh, the Marlins. <clears throat> yeah, right. I, you know, I, I was kind of surprised when I looked. I mean, they've won seven out of the last ten games, only three and a half games behind the uh, the Braves in second place. Yeah, and and unfortunately, and I know we're well, we're in June now, and Luis Ares is hitting three ninety two. Yeah. That's what he does. He hits. He's not much of a fielder. Doesn't drive. You know, doesn't hit home runs. That type of thing. But he's a. Uh, he. I mean, he won the AL batting title last year, right? With the yeah. Twins. Yeah. Um, and that's that's pretty good. And Jesus Sanchez, since he got off the DL, has picked it up a little bit. He's hitting three hundred two. If that guy hits three hundred two, this team will stay in it. And then Solaris hitting the ball out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's go to the bad, the Mets. Very disappointing. If you're a Mets, yeah, they're they're starting to pick it up. I mean, I know they they just lost three in a row, but you know they're at 500, and it, it kind of seems like they picked up from where they ended last year, which was really bad. And and maybe they'll pick it up, you know, in the last four months of the season. But they have not looked good. But they've also experienced some some a lot of pitching industries yeah. with, uh, in, injuries, right. which. You know, that's what happens to the Mets. That's the Mets' luck. Um, the Phils, second one. And I was really yeah, so, disappointed. So in So what's the happening there? Tell me what's happening there. So uh, they're, they're struggling to stay, as usual, consistently hit the baseball. Um, that, that's been a problem for them. I, I, it, I think it is hurting them that uh, Bomb is out. Again, he doesn't do a lot of damage you know home runs doubles but he turn he he hits for a he normally hits for a high average he's only hitting 265 this year but um yeah they're, they're just not consistent um I, I i thought they did a really good job getting to 500 and then harper comes back and then they i think they were six games up playing six games under 500 since he got back <clears throat> their pitching is horrible their starter ERAs is four seven four three five six five one and five four. 
So don't you think don't you think that because of the extended postseason and uh, it, I mean it was the longest postseason, right? Because they had an extra round in in there and the, 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 well, the World Series went what six games? Yeah, yeah, but that, that's got a tax pitching staff because you're you're essentially throwing on an extra month to the season, and that's six or seven starts, and that that's got to hurt. Yeah, and I'm wondering if. Um, if they're not by the trade deadline, now the trade deadline is what? August. It's August 1st. I I think it's that, yeah, somewhere in August. Yeah, yeah. So it's the third. Early August. Yep. Um, then I, I think they're going to deal Nola. They, they didn't sign him. Um, and I, I think they're going to deal him. Do you really? Wow. Okay. Yeah. I'm sure there'll be people that would be. I mean, they could get some a lot for him. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm trying to look at his his stuff now. Um, uh, of course, my my old computer's acted up. He signed through 2023. He's a free agent in 24. They didn't sign him in the beginning of the season, so he's only making 16 million right now. He's 30. Mm. He's 30 years old. I I, I think they're going to deal. Yeah. I mean, he's been pretty pretty healthy and consistent, right? He he hasn't had any long stretches uh, on on the IL, has he? No, no, no. That's never been his issue. Yeah. So I mean, he, he the point being is that um, he has a lot of innings on that arm. He does. Yeah, he's a lot of innings on the arm. Yeah. And then lastly, the Cardinals. Yeah, I, I got to say that they've probably been the most disappointing team. And, and, and quite honestly, I thought that they were they were starting to turn it around, and then they got swept by by, by the Pirates. And I, I don't know what they do because they still haven't addressed their biggest problem, which has been pitching. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's been a huge disappointment there. They're 10 games under five hundred. Yeah. Yeah, it's bad, and they got they they're going into to Texas tonight, and I I, I want to say that the Rangers are they're leading the AL West, and I think they've scored the most runs. Oh yeah, in in baseball right now, that yeah. team can hit. So get ready for the fireworks, which means watch the Cardinals will probably throw a couple of shutouts. <laughs> so they have. Correct me if I'm wrong. They have the worst record in the National League. They do, and yeah. here's what's interesting, yeah. right? Um, they're actually worse. They're they're playing uh, four seventeen baseball. Uh, Nationals are at four twenty four, and the Rockies are at four twenty six. Yeah, but but here's what's interesting: if you look at their run differential, Cardinals are actually a plus three so for a team that's ten games under. So what's that tell you? They're blowing leads. Uh, they're blowing leads, or they're they're winning games. When they win, they they win it. Um, yeah. They they win by you know, ten, fifteen runs, or when they lose, they lose by a run or two. Like for instance, Friday night, we were at uh, neighbors, and I saw the Cardinals were up five nothing in yeah. the sixth inning. Yeah. Like ah, this is an easy win. Leave there, and I see that they lost seven five. I'm like, what the heck? <laughs> the so in terms of while we're talking about disappointments and just bad starts. Remember at the beginning of the season, you and I, and basically everybody that we had on as guests, were saying that the six teams that made the NL playoffs last year were going to be the same teams that were going to make it this year. Well, guess what? Only two of those teams, the Dodgers and the Braves, would actually make the playoffs. You know, four other teams, the Mets, the Phillies, Cardinals, um, Diamondbacks, or excuse me, the uh, Padres would not make the playoffs. In the playoffs right now would be um, Atlanta, Miami, Milwaukee, Pittsburgh, Arizona, and the Dodgers. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, right? Oh, boy. So, you know, that's kind of like you and I, who should have made the Bush League playoffs, and, you know, now we're struggling. I am basically the Cardinals of the Bush League. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. All right. That's fair. Um, and then we have uh, RIP to Vita Blue. 
Yeah, you know, that happened. I missed that on the last podcast three weeks ago. Forgot putting that on there. But do you remember his rookie year? He was just, what, what did he win, like 25 games his, his rookie year? And he was just such an exciting pitcher for the um, the Oakland A's back when the A's won, what, three World Series in a row? Yeah, five divisions and three World Series. Yep. Yeah, and uh, just, uh, I, I remember him just, uh, actually, it wasn't his rookie year. I, I guess at his age 21 year, he went 24 and 8 with a 1.82 ERA, started 39 games, and threw 312 innings. Yeah, with 300 Ks and won the Cy Young and the MVP. Yeah. 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 Just, so, you know, I, and, and I'm sure, I mean, he never duplicated that. He had some really good years. He had. Two other 20 win years after that, but you know, 312 innings on the arm. Well, look at that. In 72, um, I think that was short, uh, strike shortened. He had 151 innings, but then for the next three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, nine years, he threw over 200 innings. Well over 200, over 250. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So I don't remember the 71 year. I do remember Vita Blue probably starting about 75. Because they played the Red Sox, I think, in the ALCS. Yes. Yes, yeah. you're right. Um, and that, that's when I started remembering stuff. Um, and then I do remember him with the Giants. Though the Giants weren't a playoff team at that point. But um, he was just cool. He had the high pulled up socks. Uh, yeah. He, yeah. And he, he was just a cool – he was a cool pitcher. And he threw – I mean, when he was younger, he, he could run it in there. He can run that fastball in there. So, um, yeah, he he was a cool he was a cool player. He was like a seventies player, you know. Yes, um, absolutely. That's a great way to describe him. Yeah, and then real quick, he was part of that uh, where I can't remember the commissioner of baseball at the time that the Bowie A's, Coon Bowie Coon where the A's were dumping everyone like in one year. And so, so he was purchased by the Yankees, and then Bowie Coon voided it sent him back to Oakland because that was the same time that like Joe Rudy and Raleigh fingers and somebody else was traded to the Red Sox. And then he voided that trade as well. Yeah. And they got sent back. Um, he eventually got traded to uh, the giants in 78, 82. He goes back to Kansas city, probably where he started his minor league ballpark. At, you know, Kansas city. Yeah. Is. Uh, yeah. You're probably right. Yeah. He was traded for Atlee Hamaker. Yikes. There's a, <laughs> There's a name. Yeah. I'm sure Atlee Hamaker was on your team. <laughs> Probably was Atlee. So yeah, Vita Blue was a cool, cool player. If you've not seen any videos of him, I definitely encourage you to go back and watch. Him. High, high leg kick, lefty, pretty intimidating. How about this for a fun fact? In 1971, when he was an All Star Cy Young Award, won the MVP, his salary was fourteen thousand seven hundred fifty dollars. <laughs> and that's for a 9.0 war <laughs> that's for a 9 war yeah oh my gosh are you kidding me oh brother alright well anyway uh, and then uh, he almost won the Cy Young in both leagues but Gaylord Perry who actually won it in both leagues I think he's the only one to do that still uh in 78 won the Cy Young for the Padres 21 and 6 and Vita Blue finished third 18 and 10 gotcha. I think I'm right about Gabriel I think you Perry. might be yeah that's but, close enough no one's gonna no one's gonna challenge that yeah somebody will check yeah no well let's let's see if they do I, right. I challenge them to check okay all right, uh, real quick, I do have a Twib note brought to you by Schaefer. Schaefer, the one beer to have if you're having more than one. I had a anti-hero at Wrigley Field, Revolution Brewing Company out of Chicago. Uh, beer Advocate has a 91. I thought it was awesome. Awesome. Nice. Yeah. Did, did, uh, did they have a lot of micro-brews at Wrigley Field? They did. I didn't walk around the stadium. I just, you know, I went to the spot that was right up the steps. Um yeah, but it was it was good. Of course, they had the you know the bud the bud light, but I stayed away from that. 
in in fairness to you, those old stadiums weren't really made to walk around. No, they weren't. Yeah, they're kind of tight concourses there. Yeah. yeah. How how about right around Wrigley Field? Was it like back in the days when we were there in the mid '90s, where they had a lot of bars there? Yeah, it was, and it was crowded. Okay. Um, considering it was a Tuesday night, you know, it was a work night. Um, but yeah, it was it was crowded. It was it was good. It was a lot of energy. Yeah. Excellent. Well, well I can't wait. Um, just as a little teaser, um, you actually have notes from each one of the stadiums you went to. Yeah. So uh, stay tuned for that. Yep, and we'll, yeah, we'll get through. I don't want to run through all four of them. No. Yeah, because when we get to Target Field, that's the one we're going to talk about. That was there we go. crazy good. All right, uh, what are you walking off with? Well, uh, just real quickly, I uh, want to thank you um, for the, the gathering that we had uh, on Saturday, June 3rd. It was, uh, it was a fun time to, uh, to see everybody um, last time since, since the draft, and you know, I was hoping that we would have come up with a, a name um, for for that, um, but it was it was a lot of fun there. Um, um, some different beers we had there, good food. Got to see um, got to see your family, and uh, it was a lot of fun. Got to see Jameson, which was awesome. That's right. And um, yeah, and he told me that uh, yeah he shares the J. So you know we are uh, we, we we have that going for us. <laughs> yeah. And. Um, and then the next big one is July 22nd, right? Wiffle ball in seven weeks. July 22nd. That's what I was going to walk off with. Wiffle ball, first time in, I don't know, eight years, ten years. I, I, I don't even know anymore. Um, it's been a long time. Uh, make sure right. you, make sure you, you know, we'll, we'll have some beers, uh, bring plenty of water. Um, what are we looking at in terms of number of people so far? Or so, at least that are right. expected to attend? Uh, I got comp- I got hard yeses from nine. Well, I, I should say eight. I'm not sure about Sam. I'm not sure. Bob said he'll come if he's in the area. So, okay. So we at least have eight. Tom, Tom said okay. he, he could make the 22nd. Um, okay. Bob Freeze offered, uh, said a couple people were interested that he brought right. up to. Um, uh I, I invited Stan, and we invited Mike Schmidt. Nice. Yeah. So there, there's a possibility of having what, maybe twelve? Yeah, that would be nice. Yes, because that way we can be like Major League Baseball, right? With with six aside, we can have you know where uh, pitchers only throw one inning, um, and then we can uh, <laughs> replace them, right? But do we have like the three batter rule? The three batter rule. Yeah, right. Where you have to pitch to at least three batters before you, you take somebody out. No, we don't even have a three pitch rule. <laughs> <laughs> so no, oh, we don't boy. have a three it's... batter rule. What? No, no. There's no three batter rule. Nope. All right, all right. Well, I would imagine you're taking you're taking the ball, um, game one, and uh, I, I don't know how to say this, but I think you and I are going to be playing on the same team. <laughs> I know I'm going to be in the bottom part. I don't know about you. Uh, yeah, I, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. All right. Yeah. We, uh, if if we started it today, we'd have a coin flip between the Bearcats and the Ducks. So let's just say the Bearcats dropped out of the top. So we, it'd be the Bearcats, myself, the Dudes, the Rebs, and you. Yeah. That sounds like a winning team. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah, the the problem is was if me and Bill are on the same team. Why is that? Because you, you you'll lose two games. Whoever we're playing. <laughs> we'll okay. Yeah, yeah. So um, anyway, yeah, that's what I'm walking off with, and then uh, yeah, I I guess just hope for the best for the next couple weeks. When are we on next? We are on. Let me get back up to my. My schedule, my uh, two weeks, uh, June nineteenth. Right. A fortnight. Yeah, we're going to fortnights, um, uh, from here on out. All right, sounds good. Maybe till we get well, to September, chief. then we'll then we'll pick it up a little bit. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, Chief, I, I I hope you continue your uh, somewhat meteoric rise in in the standings, and I just hope to to follow you because, you know, I just uh, you inspire the unexceptional. Okay. 
Yeah, that's that's good to know. I'm, yeah, I'm contributing to society, I guess, if I'm doing that. <laughs> oh, brother. So, all right, buddy. I'll talk to you in a couple of weeks. Good luck. All right. Have a good week.